This is 15 Minutes of Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Idell, and today is the one lesson that I don't know if you should know, but I think you need to consider. Today, I'm going to share with you this crazy phenomenon that's happened consistently inside of right, the coaching business that I have and why you're probably falling into the same trap just as I have in the past and what you should do about it very quickly. So I have a very proven process, not only to acquire consistent lead flow, but also to have quality conversations and book phone calls with only right people, all these things, right? And if you're curious about those, reach out. We can have a conversation. It's no big deal. This is not lead generation for what I do. It's just conversation. And right as we have these conversations, kind of a two-part. The first conversation, we get to know each other. I want to be 100% certain that what I offer and what I know in my soul I can do with excellence solves your biggest problems. If it doesn't solve your biggest problems, I literally tell you, like, I'm just not the best fit. Like, let's not waste each other's time. What I offer is not for everybody. It never should be for everyone. It's actually for a very specific part of the marketplace. Cool, right? Who cares? Well, as that grows and progresses, some of the unique questions come up when you get to the second phone call, right? I believe in a two-part conversation. Because our team does some internal work. We look at your profiles, look at how you show up. We, we have to be in alignment with people. Like we, again, just don't work with everyone. I don't think it's beneficial. And so if you don't stand for certain things, if you're not someone filled with a level of integrity and, and quality of service, right, we kind of weed that out and we might not work. It just, it's not a good fit. But we assume on that second call, because we've done the research, that you are a good fit. And we map everything out, right? We talk about where you've been, where you want to go, what stands in the way. We create a plan to get the things out of your way. We share testimonials. We share case studies. We share all the pieces and parts. And then we get to the end. As we get to the end of the conversation, you're faced with a decision. Right? Like, what do you want to do? Where do you think we should go from here? Should we work together? Should we not? Kind of. That's really what the conversation is. And what happens more times than I'd like to admit. Someone's like, yeah, you know, I'm in. But I got to think about it. Okay, wait, wait, time out, time out. I'm in, but I have to think about it. Well, which one is it? Are you in or do you have to think about it? Well, I mean, I'm in, but I just need to do some more research. Great, what research you need to do? This isn't even high-pressure sales. It's just a logical conversation, right? Like, if you're going to do research, what would you research on? Well, I'd want to see what the competitors offer in addition to you. Okay, well, who who is my competition? All right, I, I, I personally, right, as I'm sharing this with you, I don't feel like I have any competition. Not from an egoic standpoint, but from the fact of I'm just me and I'm only in competition with a version of myself from yesterday. And so if you find someone else that does what I do, more power to you, but I haven't been through their process. I haven't bought their course. I don't know what they're offering. Like, why are we here after an hour and probably 15 minutes between two phone calls and a bunch of conversations back and forth? Like, why are we here? Well, you know, I just don't make a decision right away. I love hearing that. I just don't make a decision right away. I'm like, okay, right, cool, no problem. And that might be the thing that connects with you. I just don't make a decision right away. My friend, we, we got to get past this together. And not because you got to buy stuff from me, but like, let, let's just map this out for a second, shall we? This individual, this hypothetical individual, has spent at least 25 minutes through chat in one form or another, whether it's email, whether it's text message, whether it's one of the social media platforms, like getting to know each other. 
Then we book a phone call where we get to know each other even more. When you book that phone call, you're presented a whole bunch of extra things so you get to know me even greater. Right? Podcast and social media content calendar and testimonials and videos. Right? I want to make sure before you hop on the call with us and myself and my team, you feel really comfortable. There shouldn't be any surprises. There's no need for a surprise. We all know what we're doing here. You have a problem. You're seeing if I can solve it. So we have that phone call. We both agree that we know we can most likely work together. So we have another phone call. And the purpose of the next phone call is to take it even deeper and share not only the, the what, the why, but also the how. And so we share it, right? It's on Zoom. You can even see me. You can see the office. You can see the TVs and the iPad and all the stuff that I use. So much so that you see that I'm drawing notes and I'm sharing what works and sharing how it works and all the pieces and parts. Then we get to the end and you got to think about it. Well, right, I know 25 sales scripts to work through. I got to think about it. The first one is, right, what do you got to think about? What I found typically is you have to think about yourself and your ability to follow things through, which can't be it because you know yourself. You always follow things through if you invest. You got to think about me. Did I upset you? Did I piss you off? Probably not. Have I upset you? You're going to say no. Or you got to think about the price. Yep, I got to think about the price. Great. What does he have to think about the price? It's not going to magically change tomorrow. So what does he have to think about? Well, it's a lot of money. Well, it's a lot of money in comparison to what? Well, do you think that $497 is a lot if you're making an extra 10 grand a month? Would 500 bucks feel like a lot if you had an extra 10 grand that flew in your bank account in the next 30 days? Well, no, I guess not. Okay. Would $1,000 feel like a lot of money if 50 grand showed up in your bank account? No, probably not. Okay. So more money is just conversational. It's a lot of money. It's like, what else are we really thinking about here? I think about if the quality of service works, because if you're thinking about that, I get it. That's natural. We've all been burnt by somebody before. So I offer every person on the planet a love it or leave it guarantee. I give it to you in writing. You train with me. You show up for 30 days. You show up for a handful of courses or classes or whatever. You don't like it. You don't get any value. You don't think I'm a good person. Or even if you did think I'm a good person, you did get value. You just want your money back. You can email, you can text, you can post in a Facebook group, you can get a hold of any money on my team. We just send your cash back. Pretty simple. So I eliminate that risk, right? That's, that's no big deal. And it's in writing and it's everywhere. I'm like, what else do you have to think about? I just don't make decisions on the first day. Awesome. And you don't make decisions on the first day. So you spent 25 minutes through text. You spent 15 minutes on a introductory phone call. So I'm not a mathematician. That's about 40 minutes. An hour and an hour on this call. So you're an hour and 40 minutes. An hour and 40 minutes. And then you're going to go home and you're going to think about something more or you're going to take more time and invest more mental energy in trying to figure out what the quote unquote right way to go is. Can we stop kidding ourselves for a moment? It is that exact reason as to why you're not at the level of success that you're capable of. You are literally letting minor decisions make a major impact on your life. I get it if there was risk. I get it. I get it if I wasn't vocal and if I wasn't everywhere on social media, you couldn't find me and you thought I might just steal your money and never provide you anything. I would get it if I was just starting and didn't have hundreds of testimonials that you can refer to. I would get it if I didn't offer you people's phone numbers to call and ask about the quality of service I offer. I get it for a number of different reasons that could exist. Unfortunately, none of those do exist in this ecosystem. And so you think about it, right? Maybe you want to test and see how we follow up with you. And this is where it gets interesting on my side, my team side. The average week, 
right? we, we get the, the incredible gift and the, the fortunate prosperity of helping a new nine, eight to 10 people, just on average. Some weeks are more, some weeks are less. They come into some part of what we do. And maybe it's foolish and short-sighted, but I don't feel like I need to go chase anybody. My service isn't going to change. The prices aren't going to change. Let's talk about it. If you had every system, every process, every tool, and I could prove to you, which I can, that these are the same tools that I've used to grow my business to forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars a month, and I'm offering to you for five hundred dollars a month with no commitment, no long-term contract, that when you finish the last course, we stop your billing, we hop on a phone call, and we plan out your next ninety days free of charge, just to see if we can add some more value to your life. It's ludicrous. It's ludicrous that you're going to go spend more time thinking about it. Because your whole life has been operating that way. You were so petrified to make the wrong decision that you don't make a decision. Paralysis by analysis is your mode of operation and it's crippling your ability to grow your business. You're chasing so many damn shiny objects that you can't catch up with any of them. My friend, I don't care what business you own. Truly don't care. I'm going to speak to you if you're a coach, a mentor, a consultant, a small business owner, it's all the same. If you haven't streamlined your cash flow and you know it's consistent, that's massively above what it is to pay your bills. If you haven't built the foundational elements of your business to ensure the fact that if you stepped away for a day or two, nothing would break. You don't need a shiny object. You need to master the basics, but the basics aren't sexy. And so when someone sits across from you and finally shoots you straight, finally says to you, look, we're not going to teach you the next ninja trick to buy Facebook ads because all that's a bunch of bullshit. And the Facebook ads I teach you today might not be relevant two weeks from now, let alone two months. And the fancy ClickFunnels account that everybody says you have to have that costs you $300 a month for software that has no real instruction to it, that doesn't actually create any sort of situation for you to actually make money, that everybody tells you you need that but you won't invest $500 to learn how it actually works. It's not a good setup. See, no one wants to share with you then inside the ClickFunnels conversation or the Karcher conversation or any sort of shopping cart situation, right? Sales funnel conversation. Let's be honest with each other, should we? I think we should. You can learn all the technology in the world. You can learn how to be a, a ClickFunnels ninja. You can be just great moving boxes around, figuring out how to do checkout pages and down sales and upsells and cross sales and everything else. That is truly fantastic. I guarantee you make no money knowing that. Unless you teach other people how to know exactly what you just learned, which means you're going to create an info product and you're still going to need to know the stuff I taught you how to do. Let me explain to you why. Inherently, knowing how to use ClickFunnels doesn't make you any money. You're also going to have to know who your target audience is how to speak to them, how to solve their pain points. You have to be good at showing up on video. You have to be really good at copywriting. You're going to have to create some automation that links ClickFunnels with a bunch of other systems. You're going to have to be good at Facebook or some sort of media buying. You're going to have to be good at retargeting. You're going to have to be good at email follow-up campaigns. And all those require copywriting videos and everything else above. So when someone sells you this complete pile of shit and says you're going to make a bunch of money if you do this one thing, they are lying to you. They're preying on the fact that you haven't yet hit the level in which that's even possible. But you don't want to hear that because it's not sexy. 
And right, that's one of the first rules in sales. Give them what they want, sell them what they need. So right, when I put out some nonsensical thing, I'm going to teach you this new webinar hack. I'm going to teach you this other thing. I'm going to teach you right, the one conversion tool trick you don't know about. People clamor for it. They're super excited. But when I lay the foundational elements that it's actually required, there's tons of pushback, and you got to think about it. you got to give it consideration. Man, come on. But, like, be honest with yourself for a second. If this is speaking to you, let's be real. We have to. You and I, right now in this moment, if it takes you that long to make minor decisions, and it has done that for a period of time, think of all the money it's costing you. See, the cost of inaction is lack of revenue. It's lack of knowledge. It's lack of momentum. Imagine if the hour and a half, hour and 40 minutes you spent on a phone call or a series of calls, plus the next two days you spent vacillating back and forth for even just three hours a day, we're up to seven and a half hours. Think what would happen if you attended one training that was live for an hour and you digested six and a half hours of content and actually implemented it. Think of how much further you'd be ahead, honestly. Then waffling back and forth. Oh my God, I don't know. I don't know if I can trust this person. My wife says it's a bad idea. My wife says I shouldn't trust you internet folk. Right, we, Jennifer, my scale specialist and I, had a conversation with a, with a wonderful, wonderful individual. And our conversation went back and forth and round and round. Handled every objection possible. Over and over and over again. We finally get to the end. It's like, you're going to be mad. I got to think about it. I'm not going to be mad at all. It doesn't affect anything I do in my life. I'm not going to lose sleep over it. I'm not going to do anything. She goes, well, what's your email address? I'll send you, I'll email you some questions. I said, look, just so you and I are on the same page, I don't check and monitor my emails on the weekends. And during the day, it's only for a little hour-long blocks. It's not that important to me. Why, well, you know, I just really, I got I to gotta, I gotta meet face-to-face. I got to see if I'm going to, right? If we can just jive together. Wait, wait, we don't live in the same town. And so Jennifer, right, a teammate of mine, says a question for you and your coach. And do you expect every person to come to you face to face? Eventually, you're going to have to just kind of just kind of trust something. And it was just the most profound moment in my entire week with like, wow, this is an epidemic that's existing of having all these mental conversations with yourself about shit that doesn't matter. I would rather see any person on the planet take daily imperfect action towards their desired outcome other than sitting there vacillating about what could be. Because that vacillation, that consideration, that pondering is getting you nowhere towards your goal, I promise you. But yet we're afraid. Right? We're afraid to spend that money. We're afraid to invest. We're afraid that we're going to get taken advantage of. At some point, you got to quit being afraid. And not because of me. I don't care if you ever do anything with me. But in your life, you're going to have to get to that point in which you're willing to invest. Like Most of us at 18 years old were over the moon excited to go to college. We're going to invest in college, right? Got to go to college and get the degree. Time you get out of college, you're 60 grand in debt with a handful of maybe pseudo-applicable skills to maybe progress you forward. But you went because like a sheep going to slaughter, you just lined right up. I'm guilty, did the same thing. 
thinking that somehow that was going to progress your life massively forward in a much more rapid manner. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're a doctor, a lawyer, some sort of professional, you needed to go that route. The majority that went right for a business degree, for right some sort of political science degree. Come on, man. You invest 60 grand in that, but you're afraid to pull out your credit card and buy a $97 course because it might not be worth it? You're afraid to spend 500 bucks to consider what could be possible with working with someone. You're afraid to invest four grand into a mentor that's going to prove and share his successful results with you. Get out of here. It's that mindset that's going to keep you stuck. It's that mindset why you don't have what you want yet. I share this so openly, it's got to sound old to you. The time that I was the most broke was the time I needed the most help. And by sheer will and determination, right, my wife bought me that Tony Robbins box set of, you know, Unleash the Power Within, I believe, which then led into courses and training from him when I had no business buying it because I had no damn money, but I figured it out. And so your conversation might be, I'm just embarrassed to say I don't have the 500 bucks. Bullshit. I guarantee that if you walk around your house and you want it bad enough, you have at least $500 worth of stuff you haven't used in the past two months. You can throw on Craigslist, you can throw on Facebook Marketplace, you can take it to a garage sale, and you could find the $500. Let's even say, like, no, no, no. I literally just have a cot and my computer. I have one pair of underwear, one pair of socks, one pant, one shirt. I don't have anything else. Cool. You better get familiar with the arbitrage game, my friend. You better start pulling the Gary V and going to garage sales and finding stuff you can flip on eBay and Amazon. You better go to Aldi or Big Lots or Dollar General or Five Below and find some stuff that you can hop online and sell and make a quick two or three bucks because you're never going to get ahead. Everybody that I, I can't tell you how many people we've had the pleasure of speaking with that are looking for a handout. Look, I'm just not in a position to invest in anything right now. I know we've been all the way to the end of this. I know I've committed multiple times and I'm not afraid of investment. I'm not in the position right now. Until I know that something works, I'm not going to spend any money. Get the hell out of here. Nothing's going to work unless you work. It's never going to. It never has. It never will. The college you went to, it didn't magically work for you. It didn't get you a job when you were done. You had to figure that out on your own. Same thing with any sort of coursework, any sort of continuing education, any sort of training. There's no shame in saying, I don't know what I'm doing. There's no shame in asking for help. There's no shame for investing in help. What is shameful is getting to the point in which you can and backing away because you're afraid. Fear is always that acronym, false evidence appearing real. It's always that way. The things that you're most afraid of are the things you should run into quickest. We covered this on my Mindset Matters training call last Wednesday. You have two versions of self inside of you. Let's call one version self one and one version self two. Self one ends up being that prefrontal cortex. It ends up being the decision-making side of things. It ends up being the small voice that tells you all the things that are going to go wrong. It's there. We all have one. Self number two is that autonomic nervous system. It's the part that takes a step forwards even when it doesn't make any sense. It's the part that can't hear the chatter that just knows what it has to do. The most successful entrepreneurs, the ones that operate at an elite level, they have become ruthlessly committed to taking a step forward even in the face of adversity, i.e. their self two runs their show. And they keep telling their self one to shut your mouth. Because there's a hundred reasons not to pull out your credit card and invest in something you don't know if it's going to work. There's a hundred reasons not to buy the book on Amazon. There's a hundred reasons not to do all the other stuff. 
right? That's that self one. Don't do it. It's not going to work. It hasn't worked before. These things, it's not going to happen. You're not going to fall through with it. You're going to get too busy. You don't have time. How do you know this works? How do you know you can trust this person? Self one conversations. The self two, it's just like waiting to take the step. So my friend, the whole point of this conversation today, while I've been on my soapbox and I fully admit it and I fully realize it is this. You say you want success, you better start acting like it. You better start investing in what that looks like. You're going to have to invest your time, energy, and maybe some effort, probably some capital, into getting to the next level of the game you want to play at. I truly don't care if that's a book. Buy it and then read it and then implement it. Pretty simple. Hop on Amazon, find a book, buy it for less than 20 bucks. It'll show up at your house in two or three days. Read the book. Take notes. Figure out how to implement the notes. Not a big investment. Just do something more than complain about it or sit there and think about it. Think about it's getting you nowhere. I'm Ryan Idell, wishing you truly unlimited success.